0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Claugasmic Nail Tech Talks. Today we talk to the lovely Ashley from Niba. Now Niba is a brand that I've worked with and used for a long, long time and I absolutely adore Ashley and all that she's created with this brand. What she's created, how she's created it and why she created it is such an incredible story. So I just know you are going to love this episode. You can save money on everything Niba with the code Clogasmic Tech and I'll pop all of her links in the show notes. Before we jump into today's episode, I just want to give a shout out to today's sponsor, the incredible Hona. So let's talk hand sanitizers, hygiene sprays, tool cleaners, or whatever you call them because Hona's launched a brand new multi-purpose product and in true Hona fashion, it's been formulated for allergy prone and sensitive skin. Introducing Pure Clean, a science-backed hypoallergenic, pH neutral, and dermatologically tested multi-use sanitizer designed specifically for you, the nail community. Using a completely natural and state-of-the-art formula, this alcohol-free sanitizer is incredibly fast at killing 99.9999% of bacteria while being as gentle as water on your skin. Sounds incredible, doesn't it? Go and check out this game-changing sanitizer on the Hona socials or website and learn more about Pure Clean. Today. I'll put all the links guys to everything Niba and everything Hona in the show notes so you can just scroll down and have a little click and please remember if you are a nail tech and you want help building and growing your business, your skills or your confidence, you can get more from me at www.clogasmic.com Now let's get into today's episode. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Clogasmic Nail Tech Talks. Today I'm so excited. We are talking to the gorgeous Ashley. She's the founder of a brand called Niba. I've been so lucky to get to meet her and know her a little bit more over the last few months and what she's created is phenomenal and she's absolutely lovely as well. So for people who do not yet know who you are, Ashley, please tell us a little bit about yourself, your nail journey, and how did you get into this whole wonderful world of nails?
1: Hi! Um, so first of all, thank you, Shan, for having me on. Like, honestly, this is my first ever podcast and I'm so excited that it's yours. Like, Aww. so excited. So yeah, thank you so much. This is such a, a big thing for me. Um, so yeah, for anybody that doesn't know me, my name's Ashley. I'm the founder of Niebuhr. Um, so, oh God, where do I start? Do you want the long version, the short version? Give us it all. I feel like anyone who tunes into a
0: podcast, we want a nice, juicy podcast. You want it all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I <laughs> start started um, doing nails back in college so when i was 16 17 years old um so i trained i did 3 years um doing nail t- technology in um, Halifax College. Um, I'm from West Yorkshire. Um, you probably pick it up from my accent. I've got Yorkshire accent. Um, So yeah, I did nails back then, but I didn't actually go into it as a job. Um, I ended up going down a management route in hospitality. Um, So I basically did that for eight years. Um, It was a long time in hospitality and I just really stepped away from nails and it just... I, I did a couple of things in salons and um but it just didn't grasp me at the time. I didn't feel like it was for me and uh, yeah, so I did eight years in hospitality and then I got made redundant probably about four years ago now. Um, So yeah, I got made redundant and I sat there and I thought to myself, right, what do I want to do? I don't want to go into another job where I'm miserable. I want to do something that I love. Um, I was fed up of going to work and being miserable every day. Um, So I sat there and I was like, I want to go back to my roots and do what I absolutely love. Um, So that's how I came back to doing nails. So I started off working part-time in a salon in Harrogate. And then I um, got offered a full-time position at a salon in Leeds, where I live. And so I ended up working there. Um, So, yeah, that's how I kind of came back to the nail industry. And then while I was there, um, I've always kind of, I've always had passion and, and the want to do something bigger, um, but I never knew what it was. And um, while I was there, I sadly gained an allergy um, to a lot of the products that I was using at the time. And I found it really difficult to carry on doing nails. Um, And I was trying to think of... um, kind of ways that I could use products on myself that weren't going to cause sensitivity Um, because at the time it was really bad like my hands were just awful Um, so that's when I started looking up um, cosmetic formulation and I first of all started watching a couple of YouTube videos watching people make products and things like that and I was like oh this looks good (laughs) so yeah I started doing that and then before I knew it I was doing a a full-blown course in cosmetic formulation um and yeah and so I've done two courses in cosmetic formulation now and I'm currently um, doing an advanced course in cosmetic science and um, so that's how I got into the um the kind of formulation side of things and I was sat talking to my manager at the salon and I said oh like I've had this idea about bringing products out and and things and she was like actually like we really want our own branded stuff So that's where it all came from, um, where like Niba was born. Um, And then shortly after that, I stopped working at the salon um, due to my allergies. So it really did take a toll on me. Um, And it was really sad because I love doing nails. um, But yeah, and that's kind of the path of me going from nails to now full-time Niebuhr and um, so now yeah we we kind of um are left there and then it was last year I went full-time with Niebuhr so I do NIBA full-time now and yeah we've got our first ever um head office um which is based here in Leeds and um, so we've got a lab our own lab and yeah that's
0: kind of where I got to
1: how I got to where I am now <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, what an incredible story. And do you know what? Obviously, guys, we're gonna go into this, but the range, the brand, just everything is phenomenal. I'll never forget when we first like connected and you said yeah. some bits for the first time and I was like over the moon about it. And just my nose was so happy. Like I was just sniffing. Oh, really? I will never forget it. There's a little bottle. Do you remember before when you like, Oh my the- god, the- stop the drop a bottle. The- Yes so when I
1: first launched I look back now and I just think what was I thinking like the like everything's different now and I feel like we've grown so much as a brand but obviously I, I loved at the time what we came out with but when I look back I'm like oh my god like it looks so like young and like
0: different to what we have now. Isn't that lovely like it's been on and it was amazing even then though like I remember still the book, Oh thank to- you. All these things and all these smells, literally. And Jovan, oh my gosh, he's so funny. So bless him. Obviously, like he's a huge particle orgasmic. And you know, yeah, I'm so grateful for when I get like all gel polishes sent to me and stuff. But he can't really, you know, other than him, he gives me just the best energy ever. He's always like, oh yeah, nice color. But really, you know, he's probably not. Yeah. Interested. But that he was like, oh, let me smell the one. Oh, like the bubble gum one, he absolutely loves. <laughs> and there was another one. It's like a spa kind of scent. You'll probably remember what I mean. Oh, I had so many back then. Um, oh, kind of scent, but again, because you do, we'll get into it, guys. Sorry, I'm I digress. But so, <laughs> he was oh, and he ha- he pinched some. He had some. Like he was like, these are so good. These are so so good. Um. So, <laughs> anyway, I love that. That's your story and that's your journey. And um, I love that actually, Neba was obviously born then and created then out of quite a sad turn of events, and that you've turned something yeah. really positive, and now you've created something that you know can you know, be used for people and, and help them and, and be kind to their skin and all that stuff. So I, I really admire that about you as well, that you've turned that into such a positive and obviously created this incredible brand. Oh, thank you. So where did the name Neba come from? Okay. So
1: people ask me this all the time. And I literally I I don't like telling people because I'm like, oh it's such like a basic way of coming up with a name but um so when I did nails my nail Instagram page was called nail well it still is it's still a nailed it by Ashley so it's an abbreviation of that so the nailed it by Ashley Niebuhr um I was trying to think of a name for a while and I just everything I came up with I was just like no it, do- it doesn't fit it doesn't fit and then as soon as I said that I just had this feeling and I was just like it's the one like and I didn't even want it to mean that Like the, the meaning behind where it came from isn't like the meaning of it Niba to me is is my ethics and like my brand it's not kind of like because I had a nail account previously and it came from that but just as soon as I said the word Niba I was like that
0: is the one yeah it's such a good name though as well like that's really good that the abbreviation created a really cool catchy name yeah well. i actually quite like that because it's almost like that obviously everyone will know when they listen to the podcast but if they didn't know it's kind of like a little personal nod to your career before which is really yeah specific. and
1: where where it stemmed from as well like it yeah and also I wanted something that was quite short and something different that nobody had ever heard of before and I was trying to make up words and I was like right I need to make up a word that is not actually a word and I, I did that with Niba I was like oh my god like I found this word it doesn't mean anything it's just mine and
0: yeah I'm obsessed with it Yeah, so good so good so back to the sense you have some incredible sense what are your this is going to be really tricky because I bet it's going to be like <laughs> so hard because you've obviously like created every single one and they've all got probably a special like story and journey for you but what are some of your best sellers your personal favorites and what is the process like creating sense?
1: Okay, so, um, best sellers so we did used to have a lot more scents. so end of last year we did cull quite a lot of our scents just because we wanted to have a core range that was a lot smaller I found that we had lots of the scents sat on the shelves waiting to be bought and um, some were more popular than others and um, I liked how we had such a big range for people to choose from but it just wasn't making sense for me and I just really needed to pull it back a little bit so I um did that by looking at what the best sellers were so the six scents that we have at the moment are our six best sellers so and um, so we've got aloe and cucumber lavender and chamomile um lemon and rhubarb lime basil and mandarin my moon and my stars which is um vanilla bean and lavender and shea butter and coconut yeah so they're this Six
0: core scents. Lavender and chamomile was the one I was thinking of earlier. Oh, was it? As soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, that's the one.
1: That's the one. The one. Yeah, Yeah. it's so, oh, it's lovely. Um, And they all are, to be fair. I can't like, I do have a favourite and when people ask me, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not telling you because I was like, I can't, I can't do that to the others, Um, but I will share it with you. But yeah, I feel bad. Um, So I'd probably say we've also got another scent that's just launched, which is the collaboration scent that we've got with the amazing nail technician, um, Emma. Um, So Nails by
0: Emma Leeds. And that one, that is a contender, like with my favourite. It's so dreamy. So I was really kindly, as you guys know, listeners, that we were at the Honor event um, a yeah. couple of weeks ago now and Ashley was there. So it was so good to see her again. Um, and she really kindly put this. It was the hand cream, um, yep. Embrace, isn't it? Embrace, yeah. The collaboration with um, Emma Leeds. And as soon as I got home, I was like, I need to try this. And the smell is <laughs> And the consistency in everything, it feels so gorgeous. Like, you've created something really special here. With oh, this
1: thank spa. you. We was going for spa vibes. So spa scent, something quite unisex that men and women could use. And even down to the packaging, like, we just wanted It's just, like, clean and fresh. And, yeah. yeah.
0: It's gorgeous. So nice. <laughs> so kind of like, creating the sense.
1: Oh, it's a journey. It's a, a real journey. And um, I have. Created and sampled so many different scents. Like you would not believe, like I have so many samples that are down in my lab that literally I go through so many just to find like the ones that I want. Um, So yeah, it's a whole journey, but it's just a lot of trial and error. So it's just, yeah. And there's some that I absolutely love that just haven't um, come to uh, market yet that are in the works. Um, But yeah, there's some that I thought that, oh my God, this will be amazing and then they just don't turn out how um how I wanted them to so yeah it's an absolute process but it is really fun like trying them
0: all and and seeing what um seeing what's coming next yes yeah, so good and for our listeners as well people who are be maybe, maybe new to Neva just give us like a rough outline of your range because it's not just cuticle oils that you offer so what kind of products do you offer
1: so we started off um at first being a, a a nail care brand um so Niba was originally Niba nail care which we have um end of last year we dropped the nail care from our name and um, so we did start off as a nail care brand so we started off with cute cloyals hand creams and um, scrubs um but then throughout my formulation journey and I've just grown so much more in love with formulating skincare like skin in general is where I want to be. So anything like skin related and I felt like I'd put myself into a box. Um, and that was because obviously at the time I was in the, the nail industry and it, it was what was right for me at the time. Um, so nail care was the avenue that fit, fitted then. But as I've grown as a formulator, uh, I've just found that I have I just want to venture out more into other things. So um, yeah, at the moment we do um, hand hand and body creams, hand and body scrubs, and um, we've got cuticle um, care. So we've got oils and balms. And we also have um milk bath which is for use in your bath or you can use it for manicures or pedicures. And um, we've got, we've just brought out reed diffusers, so a bit of home stuff as well. And um, so it's all about like um self-care really that's what I'm into like caring for yourself, mind, body, skin, everything yeah just a whole lot of self-care love
0: that and i'm not gonna lie i'm so happy about this because i wouldn't just want my cuticles or just my hands to smell like these gorgeous things i want it everywhere I want it everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> oh My body. i i'm yes. loving that you've made this a thing you've made this a thing. We literally smother ourselves in all this gorgeous yes <laughs> um so most of our listeners will be nail techs so i feel like it's really important for us to touch on this How important is cuticle oil and hand care to um, accompany your nail services and how it's a fantastic way to make an extra income by stocking um, Niba products?
1: Yeah. So um, first of all, I'll just touch on cuticle and hand care and how important it is. So the benefits of cuticle care and hand care in general. Uh, there's just so many. Um, our hands are the most used part of our body. We literally use them every day. They do everything for us. If you try go a day without using your hands, you won't get very far. Literally, they are our bread and butter. And mm-hmm. um, so obviously, with using them so much and the environmental factors that they face, and um, they are the most um, um, likely to age the fastest so you can usually tell the age of someone by their hands um and they will look more aged sooner in life and um, so it's really important to take care of not just your cuticles but your whole hands in general um I know for me like when big things happen in your life as a uh, a woman and you've recently gone through it yourself Shan getting engaged um, recently I got engaged and I was just Yes, I was just so happy that I obviously do take care of them kind of things rather than not doing that um, because they're the moments where your hands, you don't think about your hands being in pictures or anything like that, but moments like that. So in general, um, looking after your hands is so, so important. Um, and in terms of your nails, your nails are porous, um, so they will absorb things. Um, so absorb water, um, anything that you're putting your hands into um, they will absorb so that means that they will get dehydrated as well Um, so the longer you soak your hands in it say for instance i get a lot of baths so um, my hands obviously are in the bath quite a long period of time and um, it will soak in that water and they will become dehydrated if you don't re-moisturize them and um, if they are dehydrated then it results in splitting, flaking, chipping of the nails. You'll get dry, sore, cracked cuticles. Um, so, yeah, it's just really important to, like, re-nourish them. Um, and in terms of aftercare, um, so for um, nail technicians and beauty professionals, um, so – if you've got a client and obviously every nail tech I know always bangs on oil your cuticles oil them (laughs) and clients don't always listen to us like it's a known fact um but it's just kind of like trying to educate them into why if their nails aren't lasting and their enhancements aren't lasting the main reason this probably is because they're not following the aftercare and they're not oiling the cuticles twice a day um so I see it as like a leaf on a tree so when when it's autumn and the leaf falls off the tree and it shrivels up and it gets all brown and dry and it, it's just ready to go that's what your nails do if you don't moisturize them and um, so if you've got an en- enhancement on top of that and your nail is wanting to shrivel up it's going to peel away from the enhancement and that's what's going to cause the cracking the splitting the chipping of the nails um, and the same with your cuticles too so um, especially and throughout the seasons as well winter so hard on our hands Um, we've got them out of our clothes and you might put a big coat on and some people do wear gloves, but you don't walk around all day every day with gloves on in winter. Um, so, yeah, it's just so, so important that um, we yeah, recommend our clients to oil them and for
0: us ourselves to oil our cuticles and just take care of our hands in general. Yeah, definitely. I love that analogy about the leaf. It's so, so true. Um, so, so true. I've never really thought of it like that before, but that is spot on.
1: Yeah, it was a way I was, trying, I was trying to explain to my clients of how, like why they should oil their cuticles and, or if they've come back with a chip and I've asked them if they've oiled the cuticles every day and they've said, no, I'm like, how can I try and put this into an analogy that they might understand? Um, and yeah, that's, that's the one that's kind of stuck with me throughout.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And like I said, obviously it's fantastic that people can buy products from you to retail as well, can't they? Yes, yes. So we do trade accounts. So um, any beauty professional can
1: sign up for a trade account with us and they can buy our products and retail them. So a big thing for me was that nail professionals and beauty professionals could earn money from retailing as well, rather than just buying in and then to, to buy on or just to recommend them come to the website. Because when somebody's had their nails done and they're there and you're telling them you have to oil your cuticles, if they walk out of that door without any cuticle oil, they are not going to oil their cuticles they are not going to go to a shop and they are not going to buy a cuticle oil if you don't get them to get it there and then 99.9% they will not oil their cuticles before their next appointment so that is the the most important time to get them to get some cuticle oil
0: so yeah um retailing it is so important yeah, definitely, and I think as well another fantastic thing about your brand, like I said, because the scents are also lovely, um, and yeah, you instantly lovely consistency always feels so lovely on the skin, but that smell as well. You know, if you've got some in your salon and you're putting it on your client at the end of their treatment, yeah, you want it. You know, like have some more because it just smells so nice. It's the perfect way to finish on it, finish off any service, and then you can instantly upsell by having some products oh in. exactly and I I, we did
1: that in the salon that I worked at when so I brought out Neva when I was still in the salon and we used the Neva products in the salon um and I'd be using them at the end of the thing and about like, oh my god that's amazing I'd like we retail them like take one home with you like and they would and yeah they'd come back and they were like oh I've been using my cute coils and the nails were just perfect coming back so yeah definitely trying something and having them actually feel it in person is so important for them to to want to buy something as a consumer you don't really want to buy something that you don't know what it's going to do for you or how it's going to feel or how it's going to smell so yeah definitely 100%
0: love that so much so where's the best place for people to follow Niba and check out all the latest things from Niba social media wise where are you at so we can make sure so
1: social media wise we are predominantly most used um social media is instagram for me um instagram it, it is my favorite um so yeah we're on instagram um it's our um at is neba underscore UK um, we're also on Facebook and tiktok um I've been trying to conquer TikTok for some while now and i just I just can't. Um, it's just not It's not doing it for me. I'm trying my hardest, but I'll keep going with it. Um, so yeah, we're on Facebook, TikTok. I've also got a YouTube channel that I've been um, meaning to um, do for a while now, but it's just, yeah, it's not got off the ground yet, but that will be coming soon. Um, but yeah, predominantly social media-wise, I'd say Instagram is our most used. We have also just started a new um, community on Facebook, so it's called the Neighbour hub um, so if you um, want to get involved in like Neighbour related conversations and speak to other Niba users or have any questions um, and don't just want an answer from me as the brand owner but want to actually hear some real raw feedback from
0: people um, the Niba hub is is where to go for that amazing thank you so I'll get all of these links guys from Ashley at the end and I'll put them all in the show notes you can literally just scroll down and everything she's mentioned here will be a clickable link so you can go and check it out so what is the most fun part about creating your own brand oh
1: my god to pick one thing that's the most <laughs> fun. Um, I'd probably have to say seeing the products come to life. So because I create all our products um, in the lab, it's not just kind of like buying it in to resell. Um, the whole development process is a long, long time. Um I go through months and months of development um, numerous breakdowns <laughs> and then actually finally like seeing the products in my hands and then people purchasing it. I think that just makes it all worth it. And that's like the most like still to this day the most rewarding part and the most fun part of actually like bringing a product to market. Um, yeah, I still pinch myself when people like tag me in the purchases of, of buying from Neba. So I definitely have to say the most fun is, yeah, bringing a product to market.
0: Yeah, I love that so much. And it's so it's been so lovely, actually, watching the journey of Neba and getting to meet you because we have spoken via social media for ages before yeah. we actually met was it the yeah. first event that we first I feel like I just ran that into we window. met <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah so we first
1: met at Horner's yeah and I think it was actually Horner who put us in touch with each other um That's to start with
0: yeah. yeah so hats I'm off to them yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you sure. it totally was that was the first time I just remember turning around and seeing you be like um I know yeah, yeah it's so lovely like following the journey and I just cannot wait to see like everything you do next and I love as well that you share that because it is so true isn't it there's so many like ups and downs in business and having oh yeah like like, even last night I was talking to Jovan, I was like I am at procrastination station and I do not know how to get out of it I have a million tabs in my head of things I need to do and I'm either Putting them off because I know they're going to be like a trickier thing to do. So like, yeah, I can wait not do this one. Or I'm like getting halfway through and getting distracted, and I just I I need a second to like figure it out. in all the like ups and downs of business. But yeah, I'm happy that you shared that, and you're just smashing it. Love it, love it, love it. So was it all dream of yours to work for yourself in some way, and did that just kind of evolve?
1: Um, I wouldn't say that. I always knew that I wanted to work for myself. I've always been very driven. Um, so even in like my hospitality role, I like, I was always really, I always strive to be the best in what I was doing. Um, and I get a lot of pleasure out of doing well. And I guess everybody does. Um, but yeah, Like drive is probably one of the things that I've always had, but I never kind of sat back and thought I want my own business. I didn't kind of really know what I wanted to do until it actually happened. And I think that's the beauty of it as well, is that I didn't have this clear image in my head of what I what I wanted and I didn't have the plan. I just knew the feeling that I wanted from something and that's kind of where it came from. Um, I always knew when I was employed by, by other people that there was something that I just was missing and that I just wasn't 100% happy in them roles and it was nothing to do with them as um, brands or or people. Um, I think it was something that was missing inside myself and I just needed to figure out what that was. Um, And yeah, it just turned out to be that having something that I create and I come to work every day and I'm still like, oh my God, like, where did this come from? Like, how did this happen? Like, literally two years ago was not a thing and then here like I sit talking to you on a podcast about my journey and it's just yeah it's a a full like 360 moment of like wow it's yeah so I never really knew I wanted to be self-employed but I always knew that well build my own business or anything like that I just knew that there was something missing that I I wanted and yeah it wasn't until neither became a thing that I was like this is what I've been waiting for and this is what and I just feel like I'm very much everything happens for a reason kind of gal and the path that I was put on of doing all these different careers has now given me the skills that I needed to run my own brand. I feel like when I was doing um, restaurant management I learned so much from that job. Eight years of managing people and managing stock and so many skills that I, I learned from that that at the time I didn't realize would help me get to where I am now and achieve the goals that I have now so yeah it wasn't a plan but yeah I got to where I wanted.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that so so much um so just a little nail one just because I I just would love to know this what are your favorite looks to wear on your nails now?
1: I am a simple girl um <laughs> I love either French it's just a plain crisp white French or nude so I've got nude on at the minute um I literally I tried so hard to love nail art on myself I I even started doing a thing where I was um, I called it the nail tech tour and I was going to different nail techs um, and having my nails done and I did document it on my stories on my on my nail account and I went to different nail techs and every time I was like right I'm gonna get nail art I'm gonna be wild I'm gonna love it and they did amazing jobs like my nails were insane every single person that I went to but after a day two days it was just too much for me and um, I love a crisp simple just either a nude or French is my
0: ultimate like yeah French it would have to be white French. <laughs> yeah, I've so done such a 360 with that for years I always feel like if my clients listen back to this they probably gonna come and knock on the door and be like you told me for years I couldn't have French I <laughs> listen to your podcast. you tell me that you love a French and it's so true like I think I got like sick of it early on in my career because it was I've said it before on here, but when I first sort of started, it was like when footballers' wives and was kind of a thing. Yeah. Like a show and everyone wanted like long, really square, French proper French French acrylics, and I just did it all day, every day, and I was sick of it. And I got to the point, like, yeah, and I was like, I'll do it, but I mean, mm. and then when I had my own salon, like my friends and my family, how awful is that? The people you love the most are the ones I was the most real with, and I was like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> Let's do this. Or at least have a colour French come on now. And then now I'm like, yeah, sure. If you want French, you can wear all a French. I love a cheeky French. Uh, so, <laughs> love yeah, it. Same so with you on that one. Um, if you had to wear one plain colour for the rest of your life that isn't a nude or a French, you had to pick a colour. Oh, no. Wear? Don't do this to me. <laughs> um, holiday, holiday vibes.
1: When I go on holiday, I either go... French. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god, I literally do French all the time. Um, actually, uh, plain colour. I used to love a red nail, like a classic red nail to die for. I haven't actually tried it in a while, so I don't know if it's something that I would enjoy right now. But <laughs> yeah, I'd probably go red or... um oh.
0: No, let's go red. Let's go, go red. red. we go yeah, red. That's <laughs> a good one. And this is going to be even harder now. You have to wear one of your cuticles oils for the rest of your life or one cent for the rest <gasps> of your life. <laughs> no. When would it be?
1: Okay, so this is where you get out of me with what my favourite is. Um, okay, so I would probably opt for the My Moon and My Stars, um, which is vanilla bean and lavender, Um just because it's so dreamy, it is literally when I try and explain it to somebody, I'm like, it's dreamy. That's the only way I can explain it. And I'm not a massive lavender lover. Um, And there's a lot of my customers that also hate lavender that have tried my Moon and My Stars and absolutely have fallen in love with it. Um, So yeah, I just think it's a great one. I tend to oil my cuticles before bed. So I've got cuticle oil on my nightstand. um, So I will put it on before bed and it is the perfect scent to just chill me out, calm me down. Um, I actually put some hand cream on just before we came on to the podcast and in the moon and my stars and and it just it just gives me a bit of zen it's just like okay let's get myself together let's put some moon and stars on um so yeah it would have to be that one and it's also um it's a little nod to my fiance as well so the name behind it um was for him just because it's a bit cheesy but um yeah yeah i love
0: that so
1: Yeah, it's a bit personal to me as well. So I probably have to say that one.
0: That's so nice. I love that so much. So what advice could you give to any nail techs or brand owners who are having a tough time right now? You know, like we said, we all, you know, life and business and all of this is such a journey. But say they're struggling with motivation or self-doubt or anything like that. Do you have any advice or like a quote that's helped you in the past or a book or something that has helped you in the past that you could pass forward to our listeners?
1: Okay, so I feel like I am probably the most experienced person in having a roller coaster journey. Um, so the past year, I'd say I've had like the highest highs, but also the lowest lows. Um, so advice to people, um, I would probably say just believe in yourself. And honestly, like There is going to be highs and there's going to be lows and you're going to get through it. Um, I'd probably say that um, I've started looking into a lot of like manifestation, things like that. And it's not for everybody. Um, And when I first started doing it, I was like, what am I doing? This is weird. Um, And I've always struggled with... um, bringing my my mood up bringing myself up out of a out of a, a bad mood i've always struggled with that and i've always been uh, if something's upset me or if i'm in any sort of mood that's other than happy i will put on the sad music i will wallow in my like in the sadness and it just doesn't help and it took me so many years of me realizing that i'm not helping myself here when i'm in these situations and in in no way am I saying that it, it's not okay to 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 feel your emotions. I am the most emotional person you will ever meet. Um, First of all, I'm a cancer star sign. um, So I'm emotional as like, that is just me. I will cry on the daily, Um, literally every day, I probably cry. Um, So I'm not saying that it's not okay to feel your emotions. And I think that is really important for someone to do as well, feel them emotions. They're, they're there for a reason you feel the way that you feel and um yeah you need to go through that um so go through that but then also you need to bring yourself up so one thing that I have been doing and <laughs> actually the other day I got in the car and I was on the way to I think I was on the way to a dentist appointment and I am petrified of the dentist anyway so it wasn't something that I was looking forward to but I was yeah I was in a, a really sad um place business is hard um and I was just wallowing that morning I was like I I'm I'm upset like I'm I'm not doing well today um so I got in the car and I had the music on and I thought you know what I need to bring myself out of this how can I do this and people have always said to me about like affirmations and things and I've just never I've never kind of done it and felt what these people have obviously felt turned the music off in the car and I thought right okay I'm gonna do this so three affirmations I had and all the way to the dentist I was screaming them at myself in the car and I swear if anybody saw me going down that road saying them over and over and over again and at first I was like what am I doing like I sound Mental, I sound like, if somebody can hear me right now, what am I doing? Um, So I just kept saying them. And I was saying them over and over again to the point of, it wasn't me just telling myself. I believed it. I absolutely believed it. And I got out of that car completely different woman to when I got in that car. And I just thought, you know what, self care, like I said, is a massive thing. And I think people just see that as an external factor most of the time, and it really isn't. And so I think looking after yourself on the inside is the most important thing. And it's something that I'm not saying I've mastered it because I haven't like I 100% I've got a long way to go but it is something that I have been doing in my day-to-day life recently especially with the hard times that we're experiencing Um, yeah it's something that's really helped me get through and kind of see a light at the end of the tunnel so I definitely think doing things like that obviously it's not going to be for everyone and it's finding the bits of it that do work for you as well Um, like I said before the affirmation thing that was something that I'd literally did the for the first time the other day that it actually worked for me when I've tried it previously I was like no this is not for me <laughs> I am not not getting anywhere with this but I think yeah just finding something that you're comfortable with and going from there with it but I think just like the positive thinking um and surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals as well. Um, so as I mentioned before about how I used to like put on the sad music when I was sad and it just made me worse, it's the same with the people that you surround yourself with. Um, if you are feeling really rubbish about something and you have got like a friend or a family member who's like, oh, like, and they they feed into that, like, yeah, that is really rubbish. And, and, and they continue to, instead of bringing you up, that who you surround yourself with is so important um i think the people that you surround yourself with is like little bits of yourself um and if you like have like say a handful of friends like for my friends i see bits of myself in every every one of them and that's how i know that they are like who I'm supposed to be around because I see such amazing qualities in them and that's what I want for myself. So I just think, yeah, surround yourself with people who you, um, who have the same goals in life, but are also have the same kind of, not the same personality, but the same vibes as you. Like if you want to be a happy person and being around somebody who is um, really depressed all the time um, and just like wants to bring everything down and is just wants to talk about the negative, that's going to then bring you down into the negative as well. So I just think the whole um, surround yourself with what you want, take care of yourself on the inside and be kind to yourself. Like, real, like kindness is such a massive part of... I would never speak to anyone the way that I have spoke to myself in the past. And I just think that we need to go forward speaking to yourself how you would speak to others or how I used to, I used to say, um, treat treat yourself how you would treat your grandma because no one would treat your grandma. Like no one would treat their grandma badly. Like you need to treat yourself how you would treat your grandma.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love I have so much to say, that was so good, <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so good, and I'm so with you And like, everything you said, I feel like I was just like, if if I ever did, well I would never, because when Ashley seeing my face now, like when I record these podcasts, it's just like raw, <laughs> raw, sham face podcast, but I was just nodding the way, like all the way <laughs> so, so powerful, and that thing, yeah, like who would be mean to their grandma, and also no, would let anyone be mean to their grandma, like even no. an outsider. like if someone said something to your grandma, you'd be like, Whoa, hang on a minute. No one talks <laughs> about grandma like that. <laughs> Absolutely not. You you're talking to, Like, you need to back up for my grandma. <laughs> you're so right. I love it. And you, I'm so with really, you. I'm definitely nowhere near an expert in any of that, but it just intrigues me so much. And it sounds so like woo woo is the only way I can say it when I say these things, but it's just. The way it makes me feel makes me realise yeah. that I need to keep doing it. That's the only way I yeah. can describe it. Like, it's just a feeling that when I don't do those things, I notice the difference. And when I do do those things, I notice the difference. And I remember when me and Jovan very first moved into our house together and I just kind of got into affirmations, but I was kind of like writing them down in a book because I didn't really have anywhere to put them until we had our own space.
1: Yeah.
0: And then when we got our bedroom, I was like, post it in these just affirmations. <laughs> And then when people would come to see the house, I'd be like running around the house like a crazy woman. Like, taking, taking them away. all down. <laughs> <laughs> How do I explain this? Are they going to walk into my bathroom and see, like, I am beautiful? I am confident. They'd be like, what? what is she doing? What there? are you doing? And yeah. I'm, I'm literally affirming it to myself until it's true, until I can confidently feel this way every day. So, yeah. 100%. And then, like, love all of that. So, 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 so good. That was. Fantastic. So, what do you wish you knew before you started out? What would you go back and tell Ashley at the beginning of Neighbourhood? Oh, um, I'd probably would. I'd sit her down and I
1: would give her a right talking to. Um, <laughs> I'd probably say start believing in yourself more. That is something that I have really, really struggled with. Um, I'd say stop being so hard on yourself. Enjoy the good times. Um, like take a moment to like take it all in and actually look at what you're achieving the bad times will come but you're strong enough to get through them and everything will work itself out in the end
0: just yeah believe in yourself more yeah so much and who inspires you it doesn't necessarily well, well, put my teeth in. it doesn't necessarily have to be anybody now world related but it can be but who are some of your um inspirations
1: Oh, God, I'm going to be a bit cheesy
0: here with this one. Um,
1: so I would pick someone in the nail industry, but there are so many people that inspire me on the daily that I just I don't think I'd do myself justice by just picking one person. So I'm going to pick someone who is um, an inspiration to me on a daily basis, and that is my fiancé, Kieran. So he is literally the best person I have ever met in my life. He literally is the the happiest, just the kindest soul that i Yeah, he, I'm marrying him for a reason. Like, he literally is... Yeah, he, he has been through some tough times with me and he's seen me through them and he's just literally... He will bring the light out of any situation and i just yeah he inspires me on the daily he's so hard working and just everything about him i just i'm absolutely
0: adore i'm in love with yeah he inspires me so much so yeah bit of cheese there for you oh um, oh, i love all the love vibes i love it that's so nice and so so special and you know so incredible i think when you know two people can meet and then support each other's dreams and and yeah, throughout life, so I just love that. I love that for you as well. Um, <laughs> so, what are your top tips that you could pass forward? Say, someone's listening to this and they're like, "I want to start a brand." What would you say to them? top tips i would say first of all be kind to yourself because it's not going to be an easy
1: ride um celebrate every little win enjoy it make sure you're thoroughly educated in what you're going into so that is a massive one for me and um, so education is key um especially for if you're wanting to start like a skincare brand um that kind of avenue and you was wanting to um so like for me I made sure that I understood all the um the the regulations and everything before I even started the brand um so yeah just education is key um but yeah just enjoy it it might not always be like smooth sailing um, and that's okay that's normal and um, I think that's something that I struggled with and um, when you're seeing nowadays on like TikTok and Instagram and um, just all these like perfect businesses like they're getting so many sales and they're doing this and they're doing that and they're getting stocked by this retailer and that retailer and um, it's so so easy to compare yourself to other people um, and that's something that will suck the joy out of you it literally will comparison is the thief of joy like it it's not good for you um so yeah I'd say don't compare yourself um behind every TikTok or Instagram of other brands there is also a whole lot of stuff that you don't know that may be going on behind the scenes um and I have found that out the hard way um so yeah just be easy on yourself um celebrate everything that you're doing you you can do it you can absolutely smash this you're amazing and yeah just be kind to yourself and enjoy it
0: and what are your goals for the future anything you're happy and comfortable to share with us Goals. so I think my main goal at the moment is growth
1: um and I don't mean that in kind of like I want to be a millionaire kind of thing even though that would be absolutely lovely (laughs) and I mean that more in like to grow as a brand and to grow as a person, um, like growth and happiness is such a, a huge thing for me at the moment. It's something that I'm working on on a daily basis. So I think, um, yeah, definitely growth as a person and as a brand is something that I am putting up, like so much focus into um other goals that I have got I do have a another brand that will be launching soon um so that's been something that I've been working on for quite a while now um so yeah definitely to have that launched um this year hopefully in the next couple of months um so yeah that's kind of like one of the goals that I've got on there but yeah I'd probably say just to continue growing um Niba um and just, yeah, I've got such a, an amazing community with the people that buy from Libra already and just to continue um, growing that and and helping people with their self-care. So,
0: yeah. I love that so much. And I one thing I wanted to say before we go, from me and, and so many other people, thank you for all of the hard work you've done in um, the formulation and the scientific side of it. Because for me as a nail tech, it's so lovely to find brands, Find out more about them and be able to trust them wholeheartedly because you've done the groundwork for us. We've not got to think, is this yeah. safe for skin? Is that safe for the skin? Is this okay to use on this client? If someone has got an allergy, is this going to be safe? You've literally done it all for us that we all know that this is a brand we can love, we can trust, we can supply for our clients. And it's just going to be safe and nice and kind and healthy and do all of those luxurious, lovely things as well as having like a really healthy foundation you know and and all of that stuff so thank you for doing all oh, thank that, you that's really important you know and yeah um, you know as a nail tech I don't know every, I don't know everything about like skincare and scents and ingredients and formulations. Yeah. And that's one thing that I love about your brand is that you've done that and everybody who invests in your brand knows that they've got that confidence because you've done it all. So I love
1: that. Yeah, safety is like my number one priority as a brand. So it when I'm making any product and I'm thinking about kind of stuff to bring out, that is like the top like thing that I safety is key. Um and it, it's the main reason that obviously I started Nebra in the first place is so that people could retail products that were safe for their clients um it's so easy to um i i still see it to this day of like people just being like oh i make my own cuticle oil and things like that and it's so important that the regulations are followed um and that you're not just kind of like mixing together um uh, something in your kitchen and then just selling like even just giving it to people like it's there's legalities in place where um, you have to follow certain rules just to
0: even gift a a cosmetic. So yeah, like safety is key. Yeah. I love that so much. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Like I said, guys, I'm going to pop all the links in the show notes for every single place that you need to follow to make sure you know everything about Niba. And I truly wish you just all the success and more. I think you're amazing and I'm so Mm. grateful that i part of it. Thank you. And I cannot wait to wheel and hug you again soon (laughs) i
1: know soon yeah thank you so much for having me on like it's literally been a dream come true so
0: thank you so much it's been amazing no worries and thank you for listening everyone bye thank you Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Honestly, it means the absolute world to me that so many of you tune in every single week. So thank you so much. We've just hit over 36,000 downloads, and I'm so grateful for every single one of them, every single message, every single everything. I literally love doing this podcast so much. Huge thank you to the incredible Ashley for coming on here with me and talking about her incredible brand, Niba. Like I said before, you can save money with the code CLORGASMIC, 10. I've currently been using the Embrace Range, which is the Niba with Nails by Emma Leeds um, collaboration, and honestly, the scent is unreal. I know we mentioned it in the podcast, but it's just absolutely gorgeous. So I just wanted to remind you of the scent that I'm absolutely loving at the moment. Thank you so much for listening. Like I said, every single link to everything about Hona is also going to be in the show notes as well, along with the Niba links too. Thank you so much for listening guys, and I'll catch you next week. Take care.